Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here. I am glad to be here. I'm going to talk to you today about this guy. This guy down here. Not this guy. This guy. Because this guy doesn't exist. This is an image. Remember, this, this whole painting by Ted Geisel, by uh, Dr. Zeus, is called Fooling No One. We all wear masks to try to be something that maybe we aren't. But imagine uncovering or discovering that person that is truly all of this. And his name is Rick. Now, let me tell you about that. What have we been talking about for the last couple of weeks? For the last two weeks, we've challenged ourselves to find the empowering question. And to ask the empowering question each morning when we give up. Now, we created one. And it is, can I be the answer to somebody's prayer today? And that's the one we decided for July that we would use. Can I be the answer to someone's prayer today? Now, I've been asking that every morning. This last Saturday morning, I got up and said, can I be the answer to somebody's prayer today? Said it three times. Thought about it. We headed on a drive. We had been in Glenwood Springs meeting with one of the most amazing families, and that's a whole nother meaningful Monday. But we were driving back from Glenwood Springs to our home in Layton, Utah. It's about a 275-mile drive. About 100 miles into that, we're going through the desert, southern desert of Utah. The temperature is 100 degrees, steep hills and steep up and downs. And as we're coming up a steep hill like this, we see a man riding a bicycle in this heat, on this hill, pulling a trailer that we later learned weighs over 100 pounds that included this man's entire possessions for all practical purposes. There was, and, and as I drove by, I made a comment to Lori, maybe we should see if this guy wants a ride. How many times have you said something like that yourself? But instead, we just kept right on going, but pulled off in the rest area, and it was nagging at me. And I looked in my rearview mirror, and here he comes in. And I said to Lori, I'm going to go talk to him. So I went over and had a chat with him and got very comfortable with him. First of all, I discovered right away, this was a very knowledgeable person. Well-read, very thoughtful very appreciative. And I asked him if he would like a ride. And he said, well, big grin on his face. <laughs> I can't turn that down. And I said, okay. And he said, let's see if we can fit you in our truck. And he had his tape measure. He found it in one of his buckets. He has three five-pound buckets strapped to his handlebars. And we found this tape measure. And so we measured. And sure enough, we were able to get everything in. Imagine a whole load that fits into our pickup. And that's what he's taking up these hills day after day. So we get it in there, gets in the tunnel, and we had a wonderful three hours together talking. The highlight of that was a story that he told us while we were sitting in Wendy's that gave us a great insight into him as a person. He talked about how he was going through Moab. And in Moab, he sat down, he walked over, saw a homeless man, and went over, sat down with him, and had lunch with him. And in that conversation, he learned from the, the homeless man, and this was a man that had been homeless since after the Vietnam War, that nobody had talked to him. Nobody had talked to him in years. And he looked at us and he goes, can you imagine? Can you imagine nobody talking to you for years? He says, I felt so bad. And tears came down his face. His throat choked up. And he said, I wanted to just wrap my arms around him and put him on my bike and take him with me. Now, why in the world is this man on a bike? Let's tell you a little bit more about his history. When he was two years old, his mother died. 
He didn't know why or how. Anytime he asked, people would ignore it and say, here, you want a cookie? As he got older, his father was extremely abusive. He couldn't take it any longer, and he put up a wall. He says he's so grateful he put that wall up so he didn't carry that hatred with him. But at 16, he left home. But when he left home, he had scored high enough on his, on his college entrance exams, and he had, was a good enough wrestler that Moorhead State found him and offered him a scholarship to go to college. And so he went off to college, and this is a well-educated man now. I mean, he's well-read and well-educated in many, many ways. So he goes off to college and gets a degree in engineering, and he ends up working with some of the most amazing companies in the country. You know, and he gets married and has two children, and ultimately that marriage failed, and he, he, he got possession of the uh, custodianship of the guardianship of the two children. One of the children suffers from schizophrenia, severe schizophrenia. And he's been his, in his words, enabler for th- almost 30 years. And he said he now has him placed with family in a situation that he hopes will help them. Four years ago, he was hit by a bus, and uh, a city bus, and he almost died. And in that moment, he realized that his life did not belong to him. It belonged to God. And he's been on a pursuit to find out what his purpose in life is. Now, he's extremely knowledgeable and extremely thoughtful. And so for the last four years, he's been asking the question, what is my purpose, God? What is it that you want me to do? And so he's the one that when he got his bike fixed and it came back to him and he got it all, got a new bike fixed, or it wasn't a new, but an old bike that he fixed up, he started riding and he just kept right on riding. And he's been riding ever since. And he didn't have a, in that four years, he lost his house. He lost a number of different things happened because of the divorce, et cetera. He really didn't have anything, and so he just took the bike and went. And he's on his way to Portland because that's where his mother was buried, and he wants to go to her grave and really kind of, he just feels instinctively that if he goes there, he can start his life moving forward and going forward again. Now, a lot of the things that we talked about, one of the things that he talked about, and this is my my message to you today There's several things he talked about, several things he inspired us with. But one of the things is he says, you know, as I look at society, we can solve the problems. We can solve them very easily. He says, every day we wake up, we look at what? All the problems, everything that's negative that's going on around us, all the bad news that's going around. He says, I just repeat over and over again to myself, everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. And he just programs his mind, everything will be okay. And then he goes on to say to himself, I am the luckiest person in the world. Every morning I get to wake up and start over again. No matter what I did today, tomorrow I get to wake up and start all over again. And how great of a wonderful blessing is that? When we left this man, we left him with hugs. We had him on his way. We gave him a few supplies, a couple things. He really didn't need much. Tears in our eyes, got in the truck, looked over at Lori and said, what just happened here? What just happened? When we ask the question, what can I do today? Or can I be the answer to somebody's prayer today? Little did I realize embedded in that is we open ourselves up for others to be the answer to our prayers. I can't emphasize strong enough to challenge you and to do so by encouraging myself to keep this going. Let's go for the whole month of July. Can I be the answer to somebody's prayer today? You may not know when you are. That's okay. 
but you open yourself up to be the answer. And that's what's good. Now, I have more to say about this, but that's for future Meaningful Mondays. Thank you for letting me share this experience with you, and thank you, thank you so much for sharing this. As we share this, the more people we can get asking that empowering question, can we be the answer to somebody's prayer today? That's how we're going to make a difference on this planet. So have the courage to do that. Thank you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.